You are tuning in to the Milk Carton Series. I'm your host, Stephanie, and today we're going to be discussing 26-year-old Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor was 26 years old, and she lived in Louisville, Kentucky. And what's even sad is she was an EMT worker, and she was also fighting the coronavirus. She had been working at two different hospitals to make sure that people were being properly treated when it came to the coronavirus. And it's so sad because her life ended abruptly at only 26 years of age. So shortly after midnight on March 13th, Brianna and her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, were asleep when plainclothes police officers arrived at their apartment. Kenneth Walker shot at them first, but he alleges in the police report that police did not identify themselves and that he, who is also a licensed gun owner, thought someone was breaking into their home. Neither Walker or Taylor have any any criminal history of drugs or violence in their background. I cannot imagine after midnight, you're sound asleep, especially if you had a long day at work and you hear like something at your window or your door and someone is breaking it and you don't know who it is, especially if the police did not acknowledge them themselves. You know, that of course complicates the situation. But as I was reading in many articles, it was reported that police were actually looking for DeMarcus Glover, and they were also looking for another man in another article that I found. But nonetheless, a lot of the articles state that they were looking for DeMarcus Glover. And it has been stated that Brianna knew DeMarcus, and they were friends. So police officer has stated that they had observed transporting packages suspected to be drugs from the address in which Brianna and Kenneth Walker, you know, lived there. But the search warrant did not include Kenneth Walker. It included Brianna Taylor. And according to the police report, law enforcement basically had a knock and announce search warrant for Taylor's apartment. And they were looking for the man who lived in a different part of Louisville who had already been apprehended by the police department the previous day, which didn't make sense to me when I began to read that because it was like, did you not communicate with your other task force to see that they had already had Mr. Glover? And now that, you know, you entered her home and she was killed. There was over 20 shots that was fired in that home. And as I was reading in the article, there was bullets literally in the wall that could have went into the next apartment. So the police officers basically say that they did knock on the door and they did announce themselves and that when they entered the home, they were immediately met by gunfire. And one of the officers was shot in the leg. Walker, who is Brianna's boyfriend, had been charged with first degree assault and attempted murder of a police officer. But ironically... In the lawsuit, it brings up that two of the police officers um, use their force as officers. It basically states that one of the individuals, Detective Miles Colesgrove, 
He shot a Louisville resident seven times in a different case. And Hangston allegedly had dozens of situations where he had sent citizens to the hospital for injuries from being tased, pepper sprayed, and struck repeatedly in the nose and eyes. Now, the family's attorney, Brent Crump, who is also representing the family of Ahmaud Arbery, has told CBS this morning that Walker and Taylor thought they were being burglarized. And it then begins to ponder, do we as African Americans not have the Second Amendment? Does it not apply to us? You know, it this situation was completely unnecessary and unjustified of killing an innocent woman who literally had nothing to do with Mr. Glover and whomever he was associating himself with. Of course, the mayor, Greg Fisher, said in a statement that he is awaiting the outcome of the police investigation into the case. As always, my priority priority is that the truth comes out and for justice to follow the path of the truth. I really hope that is true because as we have seen in many different cases, you know, people try to bring out the backgrounds of people like they did in Ahmaud Arbery. And, you know, to me, Brianna Taylor was just a fun loving girl who loved to serve people and she was doing her job and she loved her job, especially from what her family has stated. And she lost her life. Her mother even said she wouldn't have thought that Brianna would lose her life in her home. If anything, she thought she would lose her life helping with the coronavirus. And that's truly troubling to me, especially as a mother. You know, you wish your children well, you want them to be safe, and you want them to do great things in life. And Brianna was doing all of that. She was living her best life. She was an EMT worker. She had more future goals. She was loving. She loved to serve her community. And it's such a shame that someone who had a pivotal role in helping the coronavirus is no longer here. And it's truly unjustifiable that these officers, you know, they should be held accountable. And I hope that the justice is served because regardless or not, if Mr. Glover was already apprehended. There was no reason for them to continue with this search warrant and look for him. It makes no sense at all to me. Brianna Taylor's family is suing the law, you know, suing the law for enforcement officers. Well, the, you know, police department. <laughs> they are suing for wrongful death, excessive force, and negligence into this case dealing with Brianna. And it's truly sad that, you know, she lost her life. And I, from what I've read, and please don't do not quote me on this, I do believe that Brianna was shot over eight times. And of course, she did not make it. And ironically, Kenneth did. So I really hope that, you know, he can give account as to what happened and really, you know, get the justice for his girlfriend. And I'm praying for him too, because, you know, of course they locked him up and tried to charge him with, you know, attempted murder for one of the police officers. But nonetheless, I'm sending her family and Kenneth, you know, love and light because no one should have to deal with a situation like that, especially if you are living right. And it just doesn't make any sense, but I will keep you guys all informed and there will be, of course, a YouTube video like I always do on this if you want to just see a visual. I know some people really like that. But that is pretty much this episode on the Milk Carton series, guys. So don't forget to follow us on our Instagram and Facebook page. And we will be having a website coming very, very soon. And 
I'm just sending you all love and light, especially in this COVID-19, as we're still battling that, as if the world does not have enough going on. (laughs) You know, it's like, we have bigger issues here, guys. Can we just like live life, you know, but nonetheless, violence is still occurring and it's just something that we have to deal with at this time. So again, thank you guys for tuning in to the Milk Carton series and I will see you in the next episode. Bye guys.